Welcome to Mindset is Everything podcast. Today, another true transformation, even if everything seemed to be falling apart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mindset is Everything podcast. Today, we have a story of a true transformation, and I have Craig here with me. Hello, Craig. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm Craig Sikowski. Um in the United States, 9-11 responder, World Trade Center, entrepreneur, cancer survivor. And, uh, you know, just glad for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much for, for being here and sharing your story. Uh, because, well, technically it is a lot of stories. I believe you could write, a, well, not a book, but a few books about your experiences. Is that right? Yeah, actually, I have a book. Everybody pays a vig. Um, I'm in the process of, of doing my 9-11 book. And uh, yeah, I have a few books on, in my head. Fantastic. So as soon as they're ready to publish, we definitely we need to meet and talk about them uh, specifically. But today, well, you mentioned uh, 9-11. You mentioned uh, can- that you are a cancer survival. And that's that's a lot. Well, I technically should ask uh, about uh, other bad things that happened to you, but it's not to you, it's for you, isn't it? Absolutely, that's the way I look at it. I believe everything is for us, not to us. I think when we think about, you know, why is this happening to me? That's ego, and that's literally edging God out, right? And I believe we are here, light-seeking the human experience, and... I'm experiencing a lot in this world. <laughs> well, just just name a few. Um, so from a little kid, uh, I was molested as a child. I was a uh, drug addict in my teens. Uh, I've been bankrupt. Uh, I've lived in different countries. Um, I had cancer and went through uh, a bunch of just horrific medical uh medical procedures um i had they told me i had uh cancer three times and they were only right once but i have the scars to prove all three times mm-hmm. uh, you know we I, I look at i look at my life and and i know like when when i i had a eight knee operations okay and then i had a knee ablation it gave me three blood clots that that almost killed me yeah and you know, I, I talked to a friend of mine about my legs and he doesn't have any. And, you know, everything for me is perspective. Hmm. And what I've, what I've realized that nobody laughs or cries in a different language. You know, uh, somebody always has it worse than you. So I'm very grateful to be here, share my story hmm. and and have, you know, your audience just understand that we're all here. We're all powerful beings. We all have greatness within us. And you don't have time. You need to execute on whatever it is that you're looking to do right now. That's my exactly. That's yes, my it's <laughs> sorry, it's it's the famous uh, the the time is only now. There is no past, no future, it's only now. But I think quite often people don't understand it well, and instead of uh, really use the time that they have right now they just have fun they go party they go crazy like 
if there was no tomorrow, but there is tomorrow as well. Even if the time is now, there is tomorrow, isn't it? I, I, I look, <laughs> I'm laughing because I never thought I'd live to be 58, right? So now, now I'm, I'm going to be 58, uh, September 18th. And I look, I look at, you know, how society is now. And it, it maybe, maybe 30 years ago, it's all oh, Poland, this, or, or Russia, that, or we're all in the same boat together. You know, we're, we're, we're global. We're a global brother, sister, you know, everybody's in this together. Hmm. So we all pretty much have the same way of thinking. What you were saying about, you know, with, with people holding back, right? We don't have time. We really don't. I mean, look at the state of affairs now. And hmm. the reason why, the reason why I say that is because if everybody had a vested interest in what they wanted to do, I, I believe that parents put their failures on their children. And then what happens, right? The children, they become suicidal, depressed. Like that's all over the world. That's not just, you know, in the United States or it's not just in UK, it's globally. So we all need to understand that we don't have time. We need to we need to create villages for ourselves. And this is why I love doing this podcast. Right? You're in Poland. I'm in the United States. I mean, this is this is a great way to communicate and, and bring our energies together. And I thank you for that. No, it's a it's pleasure. It's a, it's mining here also. So it's a, it's great to meet and great to share the understanding of what can happen. I tell you the story just from yesterday. Uh, I play chess with my son. He will be nine soon, and uh, we're playing chess in the evening. Uh, just just to relax, just to do something together and uh, well as well to like stimulate our brain just before going to bed into finding solutions. Absolutely. And we had this conversation yesterday uh, because well he he lost and he was like, oh well, you are better than me and I'm always losing with you. And uh, I pointed out straight away because it was generalization not always usually but not always because i have more experience i'm older and uh, i taught him how to play so obviously i will be for some time i will be better than him and i ask him if i let him win if he knew that i'm just letting him win that it's not his true victory and he said yes of course and then the question following question was would you enjoy it knowing that i just let you in instead of teaching you and challenging you so you can beat me in the future by yourself and he just looked at me and said well i prefer to win for real and that's that's the thing to understand as well because uh, well with if if we get lost in uh, searching for well all those titles solutions money even uh, well perfect looking relationship if we go through social media and we are there we want to win but if we know we fake it even if other people think oh yes well he's got everything worked out and he's got a perfect life you know that you've lost absolutely and those people quite often 
are depressed and suicidal. A lot of people, a lot of people are hiding behind their trinkets, their shiny objects. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful to have almost died a few times. Hmm. And it is, it is brought me to the understanding of myself. Okay. Like, uh, when I was battling cancer, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that I was comparing myself to other people. I've never done that. I was comparing myself to who I used to be. Hmm. And I think that, I think that devastated me more, you know, because I, I, I was speaking at convention centers. I was a seven figure earner. I was doing all of these things, and now I, I'm a cancer patient. I couldn't I couldn't pay the light bills. I was in I was in bed for months at a time, weeks at a time, surgery after surgery after procedure, and it takes a toll on your psyche. And what I've been able to do is is to is to build my mindset into being unstoppable. It doesn't matter what you tell me; it's not going to change my the way I think I, I'll react like everybody else, but my reaction time used to be maybe uh, a week or a month. Now it's a few minutes. And then it's like, okay, calm down back, be in balance. Uh, I always wanted to speak loud. I thought loud was good. Nah, nah the loudest person in the room does not win. No, definitely not. And yes, you said that this reaction time for you, was quite long uh, in the past and uh, well i wanted to ask something about that because when we take time to just well relieve the experience that we don't like we actually are harming yourself so looking from perspective at your own life right now what bad things you've been doing to yourself Oh my goodness, so many, <laughs> <laughs> so many things to overcome. Um, you know, when I, when I was when I was a young kid, uh, I had some bad things happen to me that little kids shouldn't have to go through, and it leaded to me becoming angry. I would always get into fights with with kids that were older than me, so they would beat me up so I could feel something. And then I had my first knee operation when I was like 14, 15, and it gave me a pain pill. And what happened was it, it not only took away the physical pain, but all the mental pain that I was thinking about. So I'd gotten addicted to pain medicine um, going into my 20s. And it's gotten to a point now where, um, you know, I'm, I'm in pain all the time and I don't like to be on any kind of medication. I like to shut down a pain barrier with my mind. Mm -hmm. And it is something that is definitely doable. Um, I've been doing it for years and it's hard work. Um, I don't sit in that woes me, why me, uh, simply because I help people all around the world. So if, if I'm able to do that, why would I be saying, oh, these bad things are happening to me instead of they've happened for me? They've happened, you know, I became a Les Brown power voice speaker one of the best motivational speakers in the world. And, and I got to be mentored by him to be able to use my voice, right? To speak all over the world and not to have my, not to have myself heard, but felt. 
And I think that's one of the biggest things we, we can do now with the internet is we could share our feelings. And that's not very good because you got to be manly men, right? Uh, well, feelings are a part of feelings are a part of nature, right? And you're a natural being, so you have these feelings for a reason. And people be like, "Oh, you you can't cry because then you know you're a macho man." It's like, no, cry so you're a bigger man. You get your feelings out. You get your emotions out. I'm not saying be there and just be like everything. Oh, oh my God, the world is collapsed. The world's always going to be the world, man. You got to control your emotions. And I believe that's what I believe that's what I'm here for to help people control their emotions and show them that you can overcome things. The, that that story that you're telling yourself, it doesn't matter what the story is. It's the emotional attachment that you have to the story. You know, exactly. I've helped, I've helped yes. victims simply because I understood not what it was like to be trafficked, but what it was like to be sexually molested and mm -hmm. have that that embarrassment and, and 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 just all the bad things that come along with that um so was that a bad thing that happened yes absolutely nobody should have to go through that but i don't look at it i looked at it as an experience where i'm helping people now so i mean i have to look at it with that perspective yes and uh, i like the perspective uh, regarding emotions because there is a difference between emotional reaction that's natural and usually lasts between, well, 30 and 90 seconds. That's how usually, uh, well, how long it takes to, to hormones, to chemicals in our body to just wear off. The thing is that if for some reason we decide that we need to feel like that all the time, we just making ourselves to keep producing these hormones by maintaining this state of mind Absolutely. and uh, the longer we hold it the the more it harms us basically i could tell you're a man that has, has worked on himself mentally because it, you know if people are not willing to put the work in for themselves you know i've always listened to people i'm going to do this for my child i'm going to do it for my wife i'm going to do it for my brother you have to do things for yourself. You have to have a, a vested interest in whatever it is that you're doing. Because if you don't, that's when you become really saddened. That's when you really have all of these emotional emotional baggage, like we like to say in the United States. Um, people have to work on themselves. It's called self-development for a reason. Hmm. So with that... Uh, tell me about those uh, so-called wake-up calls because uh, people quite often say, oh, well, I went through this and this thing in my life and then I had a wake-up call. Did you have a wake-up call? A lot of wake-up calls. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to hear because that's my point. I prefer to call it wow moments or aha moments uh -huh. when we realize that something has changed and we just like, wow, that's how it works. Next level, next exactly. level. Exactly, and level. there is another and another and another, and we keep on going. And what happened? What happens? What I've learned for myself and just my the way I think is as these things are happening, the the reaction time becomes shorter and shorter. Mm -hmm. um, I always wanted to prove myself. I need to prove myself. Oh yeah, I'm 58. I don't need to prove anything. 
I, I'm the man that I am as I continually evolve and grow mm. and then and then go home, right? And we're all here. We're here for a short period of time. So why not enjoy it? Why not become become a legend? People need to become legends they for their for themselves, you know, because if you're not fulfilling yourself emotionally, you're dying inside. Well, I know what it was like to die inside. I, I would continually beat myself up. And aha moments, man, I, I, when I took my mid and lower lung out, I was on a, I was on the uh, table for nine hours. And my blood pressure dropped and they couldn't give me any more medication. So I, I woke up as they're wheeling me out of the operating room, screaming in physical pain. And my wife and my brother were there and they heard me screaming. Yeah. I'm glad my daughter was sleeping, but they couldn't give me any drugs because if they did, they'd kill me. I was on a I was on a table for nine hours. I ended up getting uh, they call it Saturday night palsy. I couldn't move my left arm because the way they had me laid out, I was on this nerve for nine hours. Mm. Uh, when I had my knee surgeries and then they gave me a knee ablation, it, I had to learn how to walk again. Um, I was on a project in Pearl Harbor. And we were building the battleship Missouri Pier. And I had a chamfer nail in my hand. I ended up getting cement poison. I almost lost my arm. So I had to learn how to reuse my arm again. I had to learn how to rewalk. And then I had to learn overall, learn how to rethink. You know, unlearn the things that I was taught. Uh, my oh. last aha moment was July 10th of this year. I, I had uh, pleurisy which is water around my last remaining lobe of my right lung. I was in so much pain, they gave me morphine. And then that didn't work after an hour. So they gave me Dilaudid. And the only thing I remember after, <laughs> after that was them putting the oxygen up my nose, shaking me and telling me, you know, take deep breaths, take deep breaths. And I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> what happened? Uh, it was another aha moment. And, and that's when it felt like a light went on. And, you know, I've been on podcasts. I've written book, uh, uh, two, two books, actually. And, you know, I've, had, I've been an entrepreneur, been on stages around the globe. And one of the things that I understand for myself is that I'm always learning. I'm always looking to do the next project, right? Um, and, you know... I think we have to stand up for ourselves over and over again and keep standing up because I think that's when you die is when you, when you're like, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to mm. do anything. Anymore. I don't want to feel sorry for myself. Yes. And I would say that's uh, the biggest part of this mindset. You need to stand up for yourself because if you do and you do it with your mind and with your heart at the same time, that is going to give you tools and strength to to be there for yourself basically and change your life i i believe that when you have that heart and brain coherence your light gets turned on and when it does you you have this energy field of three meters mm. and it, it's contagious right it's contagious to be negative it's also oh, yes. contagious to be positive and in, in, in effect right i want to be a beacon I want to be a beacon of light and people look at me and they're like, wow, you could, if he did it, I can do it. Most certainly. 
I tell people I'm a knucklehead from New Jersey, man. I, I mean, I grew up in the street. I don't have any formal education. And if I could do this, anybody can, as long as you put the time into it. Like I said, though, I spent thousands of hours by myself, you know, recovering from whatever surgery to where I got to a point where uh, I'd walk into the doctor's office or a hospital and they'd be like, oh, you you have X, X Y, and Z. Okay. Still got a smile on my face. They're not carting me off someplace. Uh, a lot of times now, maybe a business thing won't work out or, or something will f- you know fail by the wayside. I don't have cancer. I'm smiling. Man. I, I got an opportunity to do something else. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to encourage people to do all the time. All the exactly. time. So, yes, guys, well, you definitely need to stand up for yourself with smile on your face and uh, we'll seeing the challenge as an opportunity to grow and that's when the true transformation happens Absolutely. that's where you can transition to the new version of yourself and uh, there is a lot of stories we could actually spend hours in here talking about uh, well stories uh, that craig went through but just uh, well for someone who is more interested and would like to listen to you, where they can find you? Where is the easiest uh, well form of media where people can find you and learn more about what you're doing and what you went through? Facebook, Instagram, uh, my website, uh, craigsikowski.com uh, has all my social media on it. Um, Perfect. Yeah. What I'm going to do, I'm going just to add your website address in the description so anyone who wants to get in touch they can go on website and if they prefer specific social media because i know people do we don't have time to be on all of them uh, so if if they want to they can choose where and they can follow you there and uh, hear what is happening uh, i would love to have you here again and talk about something else uh, well next time but before I let you go, Craig, I always have this one question that it's almost the same for all my guests. It starts the same. What is your one golden piece of advice for a person who just found out that he or she was diagnosed with terminal disease? Don't listen to what the doctors have told you. Because when, when somebody says you have a terminal illness, it just means that they have not, they, they don't, they're not equipped to help you at that point. Because I think one of the worst things somebody could do is say you have a terminal illness. Uh, because I've seen myself as well as many other people um, just change their physical body with their mind. You know, remember, I think it was uh, 75% of the pharmaceutical industry is based off of placebos. <laughs> Everything is in the head. Everything. I'm not saying that people all get sick. I mean, I'm a 9-11 responder to the World Trade Center. We've been loaded with so many chemicals. Um, I have five, four certified illnesses and one that's, that's borderline from specifically the World Trade Center. So, I mean, you know. I'm battling things every day, but I'm battling them with a mindset that I can overcome anything until I can't, until, you know, father calls us home. (laughs) Exactly. 
Or like uh, I like to say, until it's time to log out. That's it, man. Click. <laughs> the light goes out. That's exactly. It. Yes. So, well, that's that's what's going to happen. That's what we're gonna do at some point. Uh, however, we call this. We're going to find out what happens next after we log out, and we're going to uh, well find out what other stories you have, whether from your website and our next meeting. So, Craig, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you for sharing your story and thank you for inspiring with, uh, well, your point of view and your mindset that it's strong and will let you to be here, move forward and enjoy life. Uh, guys, it's a perfect example of, uh, well, overcoming anything in our life, especially, well, for, for someone who is now in deep trouble. So, guys, listen to more stories like that. Think about your mindset, change your mind, decide to stand up for yourself, like Craig said before. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening and see you next week in the next episode.